So, welcome to this episode of Inspirational Crits, the game of D&D where I make my friends curse or cry by rolling dice. Let's see what happens tonight. Probably both. Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time, the party got their clothes fitted for the gala and then made their way back to the veterinary estate, where Artemis was waiting with a button that he had found in the graveyard. And it had the veterinary crest on it. And he was so proud because he brought his, his dad something shiny. And then that night, before bed, Victor saw Teus outside in the road. He started walking away, and Victor was like, um, sending to my brother, please. To which he did get a, a very wavery response that whoever it was must have a good reason for impersonating him, which prompted Victor to rush out the door and send a message to Charlie that she that he saw Teus and that she shouldn't be worried and that he's going to go figure out what's going on. Charlie responded with waking Oct up, grabbing her, saying, come with me, and Dimension doored outside to meet with Victor. They chased the Ateus down the street, down into an alley, only to see that it was Caspius in disguise, who then offered him three pieces of useful information in exchange for just listening to what he had to say. The three pieces of information he had were the killer of his brother, a one Zerith Bariani, that Charlie's dad, Delmore Demir, was a lord of Waterdeep and that he could be trusted, and that they knew where a vestige of divergence was. The party was a little shaky on this when they found out about it the next morning, but when Victor had gone back to go to bed, there was a note on his bed, which is two simple words that said, trust Cassius in his brother's handwriting. They had a conversation in the morning with Victor's father about the note. And then after a quick trip to the graveyard where Artemis showed everybody where he had found the button, which Victor came to a slightly quick realization that this is where his brother had been killed. They go off to Charlie's house where they prepare for the evening by having a hero's feast and getting dressed in their clothes. And then they rode off to the gala where various people of import showed up. Everybody had a lovely night of dancing. And then Victor's uncle approached him, wanting to have a conversation. Through panicked shaking, he confessed some things to Victor and then fell down dead. And that's where we'll pick up. But I realized that I made a very common DM mistake where I rushed things too much and I did not like the way that it played out because I introduced NPCs to which you guys didn't get to interact very much with them, which is not fair to you. It's not fair to the audience. Uh, and I just didn't like it. So we're going to do a little bit of rewinding and we're going to go back to right before Julia's performance. After Jacob has been announced and all the guests, as far as you can tell, are here and before Julia sings her beautiful song. So who wants to start and who do you want to talk to or what do you want to do? I see a fault in your plan. Hmm. We don't know who's all here. <laughs> okay. oh. That's fine. I will go through it again. I will go through it again. Like the people of import that were that that I announced. There's obviously plenty of other like nobles of Waterdeep here, but the people of import that I announced by name was a Miss Sendel Brasirna of Silvery Moon. She is a female human. 
uh, dark skin, hair pulled up into like a high ponytail, like their braids. She looks of Chilton descent. Obviously, there well, there's Kytriana Cloudspire, which you all know who she is. That's Sotaria's mom. There was Zai and Sia Renzana, and they are both of like an Asian looking descent. Uh, she has like this long, straight, dark hair. He has a bit of this like dark brown with like streaks of white in it. Very noble looking. Uh, then there is Wakanga Otamu. And he is of Cholt. And he has this like beard that's done in like three braids with beads on them. Kind of has like um, a head wrap and very like Cholton looking clothing. Oh, and then Saleya's favorite. Don't uh, die. Lyx Windove. How does he got an even lamer last name than me? <laughs> <laughs> and he is high elf, pale hair. He kind of has like this like circlet and then like hair that falls down to like middle of his back with like braids down the front interwoven with like golden threads. And then I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's pictures of Jacob. You guys saw Jacob. Yeah, his, in his head would look great hanging from a uh, night lamp. Right. It, mm-hmm. it would look, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are the people. I'm not really interested. <laughs> I don't to think be fair. Yeah, would be. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go talk to uh Kytriana. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's over there with uh Soteria. Okay. You wouldn't have to have any um excuse me, Miss Kytriana. Um remember remember me. Of course I do, Yarkris. You wouldn't happen to have any spare notes on the vestiges. I didn't bring any with me. What was interesting you? I don't really know a whole lot about them. The rest of the group knows more than I do. I wanted to study. Well, I know I let Charlie borrow some books. I'll have to talk to charlie and see about study time appreciate it of course if you ever come back to neverwinter i my library is always open for you is the kitchen open the kitchen is always open for you as well <laughs> yeah, Chris. all right that's what i like to hear i like the kitchen it's a good kitchen your chris is done <laughs> who next I want to do what I tried to do last time we played is uh, trying to talk to uh, the family, not a uh, not mom and dad, but, you know, aunt and cousins. Yes. OK. So imagine Victor just kind of ambles up to their table. What's the read on the situation? Do they seem OK with them? With. Hmm. Well, technically, this is before your uncle mm-hmm. would still be there. Yeah. And I don't think Victor said anything publicly about like any kind of distaste or distrust for his uncle. It was just between him and his father so far. Yes. So, yeah, he would just come up to the table and say, it's very nice to see all of you. It's uh, been some time. Your aunt Lucia speaks up. And she goes, Victor, we weren't aware that you were in town. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you as well. Yes, I've. uh it's been a long time, but productive. How That's good been? to hear. We've been doing all right. Gonna nods and sits down and says, so, uh, my apologies. I didn't really give much warning before I left. Did my father fill all of you in on what my travels were regarding? Jacob speaks up and he says, yes, he said that you were traveling to try to secure foreign trading posts. At that, uh, Victor kind of turns and looks at Saleh across the room and says, well, I assume you uh, heard the announcement. Um mm-hmm. You're, Soleil, you're dancing. Shut yeah, up. You are too far away to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that is the Princess of Evermeet. Actually, I imagine at this point we've sat back down and we're just trading increasingly petty barbs. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, sure. <laughs> so, yes, in any case, uh, the 
Princess of Evermeet, and I actually met her brother, who's the crown prince, and trade routes from there actually are looking promising. Impressive. You managed to set foot on Evermeet. Well, yes, I did, but that's a very great simplification of what happened. He just kind of laughs nervously. Uh, shipwrecked might be a better way to put it. Shipwrecked. You had, you've been gone for only six months. You've had, it seemed like you've had quite the adventure. Yeah, I'll have to, uh regale you with the stories but uh it's a it's been a learning experience but uh um, good i i see that charlie is back in your life fun story about that i met her on evermeet fascinating what was she doing there trying to kill well and he kind of looks at the other uh lyak's window uh that guy's boss and he is keeping his voice down as much as he can ha huh. <laughs> huh. Actually, to that note, and he kind of stares off, I want to cast message to Lyax. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Hey, fuckface, did your boss tell you about the man who uh, almost cooked the crown prince? Okay, I've got to pay attention to this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm sitting native style in my chair now. My, I am fully raptured in this one. My, my lord has told me everything I need to know. Hmm. Awful brave of you to wear metal here. Oh, hmm. indeed. Damn. Once uh, Victor uh, is finished, I would like to do something. Yeah, not a problem. I, I won't keep you long, but I also assume that you are aware of my current agreement with your employer. But I would still like you to relay a message. And what would that be? Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. <laughs> 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 I uh, during my travels saw some of the guides who I was with skinning animals, and I'm awfully curious what an elf looks like. Oh, <laughs> have a wonderful gala. He just kind of like finds you at your uncle's table and kind of like side eyes you. I am leaning back with my legs crossed sipping. Okay. <laughs> so I just kind of caught on to what you're doing and it's just kind of chuckling to herself. Like, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to do, Victor? Nope. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. It's still the fear of God. Yep, I'm, I'm good. I'm basting the fear turkey. Mm-hmm. And then I'm proceed to eat it. Oh, and I've got a whole collection of daggers for you to skin them with. All right, Charlie, what did you want to do? I just use pairing knife. Um, so Charlie would actually. So one, I've been to many of these galas before. Oh yeah, right? so many. Does somebody from what's his fuck representative usually come? Like I'm assuming that they are not a usual attendance in the. Uh, roster uh somebody from like everesca yes it's not unheard of every once in a while like it, they might not come every year but they come like every other every two years or so when they feel huh. like it or gotcha. if they've heard if they've heard of something that's interesting on the docket Boo. okay never mind then okay just for my clarification too just because i would i know or would octa know many any of these folks like uh, besides some of the obvious folks like um specifically like Watag wakanga otamu or like sandel would i know who those people are no you okay. don't know who those people are gotcha which is why is alarming when where are you octa i'm all the way like at the top i'm like come, on the come here still are you just gonna ch chill up there that's where people come in well so <laughs> that was my thing is like i think i think octa 
at least at the start, because this is where everybody was kind of originally standing. Like, I think Okta is still kind of thinking of this as a security gig, and she's keeping a nice bird's eye view of what's going on. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, she she's she's kind of looking out and. I think feeling a little uncomfortable and out of place in terms of just like she doesn't really know what to do with these things. So she's she's kind of sticking to her security guns. But like she would likely eventually after seeing that, like nobody else is up here (laughs) might eventually (laughs) start wandering around and and just yeah, nobody's up there. And people people are actually kind of giving you weird stares like, yeah, (laughs) especially because I'm not. I'm used to I'm used to if I'm any if I'm in a location like this, I'm used to being one of the unseen people on the edges. And so once I realize like, oh, I'm in a dress, uh, I look very out of place. <laughs> I probably would start wandering down and just trying to just awkwardly stand in places <laughs> like around areas. <laughs> well, as you are awkwardly standing around in areas. Yeah. Uh, you see Sandel has been kind of eyeing you since she got here. Mm-hmm. And it's at this point that she walks up to you with a flute of champagne in her hand. And she looks at you, tilts her head to the side and says, my dear, what a lovely complexion you have. Where do you hail from? Hell. Uh, uh, the, and like, I'm just remembering uh, the high forest. Is ah. And um. is that where you were born? Oh, um, and like she's just like very noticeably not comfortable in this whole situation. <laughs> she's just she's like desperately searching for other people to like maybe like have in the conversation, like nobody else is around. She's like, Oh, uh, I was uh also born. Yes. <laughs> well, of course, everyone was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, like where? Um, like here. Oh, you were yeah. born in in Waterdeep. Fascinating. Oh, sure. Aren't lots of people? And what of your parents? Oh, yeah, I have those. Ouch. <laughs> Most people do. What do they do? Oh, trauma. You know, uh, you know, things like, you know, like normal parent things that parents, that people, <laughs> the children with parents have. Um, like, <laughs> uh, this isn't your normal scene, is it, dear? And then she kind of like, like tries to put her hand through her hair and like, like very in a cool way. And it doesn't work at all. And it's all uh, done up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it shows. You so, should just try to relax a bit. Yes. Yeah. So like, I mean, like, what do you do? Oh, I'm. Like, I what's your day to day? What's your like day to day job? You know? Uh, I'm an arcanist, uh, a librarian of sorts. Oh, that's cool. Um, neat. So you like you like read books and stuff? To an extent. Wow. <laughs> Indeed. Cousins, my friend is dying. Go help. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my She's... boy. Look what you've done to him. <laughs> you massacred my boy. <laughs> yeah, she's and she's just like noticeably like intimidated because obviously like this person is like stunning as well and like she just has no idea how to talk to this person it's just like yeah no that's where are you where are you from were you born i was born yes i Ooh, hail from cool. silvery moon right the guy me. the guy said that yeah that sounds <laughs> cool what's up with that it is an interesting town full of arcane history huh. if that interests you you should visit sometime be my guest oh well yeah sure uh, uh 
Yeah, I don't. How? How? Well, I suppose you know how to travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, I do that. I can do that. (laughs) You are a Um, delight. And then she very awkwardly thrusts her hand in front of her and her palms are incredibly sweaty. My name's Okta. (laughs) (laughs) Sandel, I'm charmed. And she shakes your hand. Wet and all. Yeah. Sandel, that's a, that's a, uh, a pretty name. That's very. That's a good name. And Okta is a unique one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Try to relax a bit, Okta. <laughs> I just relax. Think, I think everyone with noble bearing needs to be in death saving throws right now. <laughs> From the Why? second I'm not embarrassment. Attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like because like Octa doesn't have Octa doesn't have like terrible charisma or anything, but this is definitely <laughs> at disadvantage just in this situation. I love um, it. Jarkus is just yeah. over there studying the ring on his ring finger and going, "Oh dear Christ, what's going on?" <laughs> like I said, just try to relax, Octa. It's just a party. Yeah, yeah. If anybody tells you otherwise, you know, like because yeah, this is just a party. Why would it be anything other than that? Yeah, why would it be? I don't know. You said so. You, um, yeah, it's just a party. She's just, she's laughing. She thinks okay, you're hilarious. Okay, good. I'm hilarious. That's what happened there. That's I'm hilarious. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. No, yeah, it's, it's, I'm hilarious. That's what we're going with. <laughs> Okta, Okta loves that idea too, that, that she is somehow funny or that this person finds her funny. Yeah. This person finds you amusing. Yeah. Awkward. And not like in a bad way. No, no, no. As, yeah, as in a like a oh, this poor sweet summer child who's n- obviously does not belong here. No, no. How and why are you here, you poor thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if this is going to be your thing in the future, just remember everyone's faking it. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> she just like you can just Octa relax. Just- Okta just lets out like she just starts immediately slumping like she's oh, been well, holding up her back well, or. Okay, well, maybe maybe keep the posture a little. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're faking. Yeah, we're faking it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are certain social standards to hold up in these things. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, right? Like, that's weird that people do that? It's a social thing. Social etiquette and all. And she grabs another flute of champagne as a waiter's walking by and hands it to you. This uh, helps. Yeah, and I... I drink it as if it's like, I, I probably drink it as if it's like a shot or something. Cause I don't know how oh, often I would dude. have champagne or something. Like I, I would probably drink, it's like, Oh, liquor. And just like, put it Oh, back. that's, uh-huh. yep. Ooh, man, sip, there's like, we... there's a lot, there's like bubbles in that. It's cool. Yeah. That, like that's that. uh that's, that's champagne. We sipped that. Con save for burp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Con save for burp. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on. Um, bam. Oh, that's a nat one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh no! Oh, that's that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> that's beautiful. Like, I, wanna, I don't know what I had for lunch. If you want, I, I don't know what I had for lunch, but I'm sure it had onions on it too. So, <laughs> so you let just out the this loudest burp. Ever. Yeah, you let yeah. out this gnarly burp, and everybody within like like 15, 20 feet of you like turns and is like what in the i think i think octa just at first because like in a tavern that would that would be choice like that would oh yeah you would want 
So like she, I think she would kind of like nod as like as if this was the coolest thing that she's done tonight to Sindel. And, be like, and you go eh? to start nodding, and Sindel's like Sindel's doing that thing where she's shaking her head and doing the very like minute mm-hmm. hand motion over her throat. Like no, no, no. <laughs> Sweetie, she gets, no. she gets immediately self-conscious. Is like, uh, sorry. It's fine. Look, it'll be the talk of the gala for like the next ten minutes, and then everybody will forget because somebody else will do something stupid. Okay, you know I what? Hope- Yarker stands up and starts plotting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Are you within twenty feet? <laughs> I don't know where Yarkris was. Uh, no, Yarkris is way down the bottom on the opposite yeah, side of the room. No, Yarkris <laughs> would. I, I mean, I rolled in that one. It's possible he could have heard. <laughs> well, then again, he's got he's also got the piano playing right in his ear. Yeah, there's also there's also music. There's lots of chatter. It was more of a general yeah, yeah, yeah. area thing. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh, um, what the? She, that's the best time for a nat one right there. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> if you're gonna nat one, that's when to do it. Yeah, this just hurts my you emotions. Know, emotions, Your not, not not my. Not emotional damage yeah <laughs> emotional damage um and then yeah she tries to recover that from that it's like uh so yeah uh like what else what else happens at these things well mostly just rubbing elbows with the higher class <laughs> there's going to be the auction later of course which is what most everybody's here for What's... and then of course dancing and music oh like i mean like what kind of like do i see people dancing like oh yeah there's people there's people dancing yeah so it's like it's yeah it's it's ballroom dancing stuff that octa probably doesn't know no no i was like how do how do people learn how to dance like that oh in higher status families it's a staple part of their education we have like you have like dancing classes yeah this is above table hang on a minute octa due to your profession wouldn't you have at least had a rudimentary course on ballroom dancing i don't know like so so octo is basically i guess my above interpretation of this is that like i'm an orphan on the streets who like <laughs> learned how to do he, killing yeah octo, Oct- yeah octo was trained to hide in the shadows and strike when the moment was opportune i'm sure there were people in my group who were more proficient at the like infiltration yeah, was, like james bond kind of stuff but like she was she was part of the night fingers not the night eyes yeah so part of the assassins not the spies i just i just stab them in alleys and run um <laughs> or break into or, or break into homes and stab or them and yeah or, or wait for a uh a distraction and take her shot so yeah so again like i that's that's at least my interpretation about yeah, table. if just anything like, has like no clue what's yeah. going on here <laughs> if, if anything octo would have been disguised as the help yeah which is i think and, why yeah. why i was that was my instinctual thing to do is to stand stay out of the way stay like, out that's the way. what you that's what octa does at these things octa stays <laughs> out of the way and then just like uh you know take a and it backfired on me what am yeah. i supposed to do <laughs> so yeah i i think octo is just like amazed at the idea that there's like actual People have enough time to waste to learn how to dance. Like they're taught how to dance. <laughs> it's like that is is wild to Octa. Oh, they're taught etiquette too. Like, like what do you mean? Like what? What kind of etiquette? Like, as she's like kind etiquette. of slouching a little bit. <laughs> uh, 
like how to keep your posture straight and straight you know, manners you know which of the seven forks to use in a fine dining establishment you know stuff like that yeah i've seen that like i seven mm-hmm. but like you have hands like i don't understand y- yeah don't <laughs> Hey, um, Okta, I'm going to give you a bit of advice here, friend to friend. When they serve the food here, don't don't eat with your hands. Okay. Which forks should I start with? Uh, just look around you and see what everybody else is using. Okay, that's what I do anyways, most times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured that. And then trying to, like, again, be a little bit cooler is just so, so like, I know you read books and are smart and stuff. Um but like, I mean, outside of that, what else do you do? Uh, come to things like this in search of magical artifacts. Yeah, what's the deal with this thing? Like, I, there's, there's, there's some sort of a, a thing going on with the thing? There's, there's plenty of other magical items up for auction tonight. I'm here to see what I can get. Oh. My employer has some interest in certain things. Who's your... Well, I mean, I, I don't know if this is impolite. I haven't taken those classes yet. Uh, but who's your employer? Oh, his name isn't important. See, he doesn't. He doesn't really like it being spread around. And this is where Octa kind of starts finding their footing a little bit because this is a more familiar situation. See, see, most times when people say that, they're really important. Maybe he is. If you ever visit Silvery Moon, perhaps I can introduce you to him. Might take you up on that. I think he would be really interested to meet you. Anyway, just try to keep your head down, Octa, and remember, just the champagne or maybe just stay away from it oh no i like it. it's good i'll just i'll take it slower yeah, just sip it. yeah. <laughs> well have a good night octa and you then too. She turns and walks away to go as she put it rub elbows with the higher class hoity toits yeah and she as octa's walking away she says you too cindy and walks away cindy dm i remembered uh, something what i need to cast message one more time real quick oh jeez. okay to pythias <laughs> So your dad, okay. So this is probably an inopportune time, but it slipped my mind earlier. Apologies, father. Um, <laughs> so Ateus and his betrothed may or may not have been chased, and you're going to be a grandfather. Okay, I need to roll something really quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is going to cause a reaction. I'm not even sitting at the same table either. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh god. You see that was a bad roll. That's a really bad roll. Oh um, staring at him. He's he he's having fun. As <laughs> you were doing that, he was taking a sip of champagne. Excellent. <laughs> and when you say you're gonna be a grandfather, you just see champagne go flying <laughs> across Another the table. Message. Congratulations. <laughs> And your mom, Catherine, is like, Pythias, what in the world? And he's just like, and uh, you see your father go, uh, Julia, uh, go, go. Fetch me some harder stuff. Yeah, uh, no. uh, (laughs) Feel free to enjoy the party. Uh, I know you have some friends here. Uh, Your mother and I have to go talk to your brother. And he grabs Catherine's arm, excuses them from the conversation they were having with Delmore and Shantae. And comes over to you, grabs your arm, <laughs> and oh, is wow. like, hi, Victor. <laughs> Not like that, because he wouldn't say that. He'd be like, Victor, do you mind your mother and I need to have a word with you? Sorry to oh, steal certainly. him from you, Lucia, Jacob. I know it's been a while since you've seen him. 
this is important. And Jacob and Lucy, of course, not a problem. And then Gianna and uh, Kylia, you know, meet up with Julia and they go off into the ballroom to find dance partners and do what, you know, teenage girls do. Yeah. And your father pulls you and your mother out to the balcony and just one word. What? Yeah. Uh, would you, would you care to explain to your mother what you so lovingly decided to tell me over message? My apologies. And Catherine it's, is just confused. It, I, I truly didn't mean it to be. Look, I, I said it the wrong way. My apologies. I, my head has been everywhere. And to, frankly, my own dishonor, I have had it slip my mind a couple of times. Um, Catherine's just looking in between the two of you. Victor, what is going on? Just looks at uh, his mother and says, Mira is pregnant with Ateus's child. You see her eyes go wide and Pythias is rubbing his temples. And Catherine is just, why weren't we told? Um... Her parents are keeping her isolated. I don't know if that's for her protection or they're dubious as to the fate of this child, but I feel like we would be remiss not to try and look after Ateus's and Mira's child. The Renzanas, they have always been very traditional. Mira and Ateus weren't married yet. Victor just kind of and shrugs and he says, not to speak ill of the dead, but I think everyone here knows how Ateus could be. Frankly, I'm happy that it was her. Pythias sighs, says, so they're trying to keep it a secret. They don't want her to keep the baby. Is that what I'm understanding? That is my understanding of the situation. He looks down at Catherine and she looks up at him. Pythias, that's our grandchild. And I do feel like it bears noting in our conversation, Mira wants to keep the child. Catherine looks back at you. They both look back at you. That's fantastic. We have to have a conversation. This involves both of our families. This isn't something that Zai and Sia get to decide on their own. And honestly, it should be Mira's decision. I agree. And it doesn't seem like she has an advocate in this or didn't until I returned. So I think that it is our family's duty, not just because of Ateus, but because of Mira to be her advocate in this. Pythias speaks up and he says, the child is a veterinary and we take care of family. Perhaps, maybe not tomorrow, but the day after we'll go have a talk with the Renzanas. If it is their daughter's reputation, they're interested in keeping intact. Oh, sure that we can work something out. As you said, everybody knew how Ateus was. An elopement would not be too far-fetched. No, I think that would be more than believable. Oh, that brother of yours. And he just like puts his head in his hands <laughs> and like rubs his the bridge of his nose. Victor puts his hand on his dad's shoulder and he just says, he kept things interesting and in ways still is. Oh. And Catherine's like, well, he, you were the same way when you were his age. And Pythia just like looks down at her like, we don't talk about that <laughs> for the children. Well, Thank you for informing us, even though it probably wasn't the most opportune time, Victor. Is it ever? I could think of several other better times to have brought it up, You know, Victor. I did myself, and then I forgot. Again, I'm sorry. It's fine. Now we know, and we will deal with it in a day or two. All right, then. All right. And he offers his arm to your mother, leads her back inside, and uh, they decide to uh, go dance. They're going to go dance, because... <laughs> you know, it's what you do at a gala. You dance. Oh, we have a Trayvok. You sure do. All right. Uh, well, would 
anybody else like to do anything? These three are off doing teenage girl things. Artemis is perched up on a chandelier and he's just looking down and he kind of looks sad because there's lots of tasty looking food. But Victor said he wasn't allowed to eat any of it. So he's sad. Mm. Especially because there's like a bunch of different cheeses that he knows. Like that looks like cheese. I know what cheese is, but it's cheese I had never tasted before. And so now he's sad. Give cheese. Give the bird cheese. God damn it. Right. Does anybody want to do anything else? Um, No, not really. Okay. So this is where Safiel is announced, who we now know to be Thalia. Of course, you see Jacob rushing up to her, escorting her. Victor being like, okay, uncle, I see how it is. And also odd. Yeah. And then the dancing. And then, of course, we have Safiel when she approaches Victor and has a conversation with him, which was interesting. Yep. And now we're going to have an auction. Trayvok is very excited for this auction. I'm sure Trayvok is very excited for this auction. Should we all sit together for the auction in case we want to pull our money for something? All of the all of the fine craftsmanship on sale. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're auctioning it off at the top of the stairs so that like everybody can see. And once again, the person's using like thaumaturgy to like throw their voice. Seems very unsafe, but okay. I do like this idea of all sitting at the same table for that, though. Wrong table, Yarkris. <laughs> I'm getting there. That's how to turn around, that's all. I went over to let Octa now. Like, no, we should go over there. Um, I don't know how much money Soteria had. It was like let's assume let's assume ten thousand platinum. Ten also, no. No. Also, I've I've been going under the assumption because I think it was said once that I had two thousand gold with a question mark. Yeah, you have money. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, like, like like to give some context, I have about 3,100 gold. Okay. Yeah, I'm so fine I with just say, like taking two or 2,500 or something. I would say Octa probably has like at least oh, 2,500. I was say, speaking of which, where is Trayvok? He's down there on the bottom. Artemis is going to fly down. And like everybody's like, some people see, I would say probably about a good like 75% of the people at the gala at this point have seen Artemis. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, why the fuck is there an owl in this room? Because he needs to pull his money with us. Artemis doesn't have any money. Nobody could find some real quick. (laughs) I, uh... Oh, man. Do I waste a spell on this? Yeah. Artemis, go find a gold piece. We need to do the prices right one up. (laughs) I I, I see that Artemis is very sad because they can't eat anything. And I pull... I make some good berries and pull one out for Artemis. Aww. That's worth the spell slot. Why do I... I don't need first level spells. It's fine. (laughs) Happy owl. All right. Yep, he eats one, and it's very tasty, because good berries are tasty. And now he is a full owl. (laughs) So, we're going to put Artemis right here next to Victor. So, the first thing that they pull out to auction off is a set of jeweled goblets that were brought by the Renzana family. Going once, going twice, sold. For a nickel. The, the no, the, the, uh, to the owl. No. <laughs> to the owl, they, yes. They, they start the bidding at like 200 gold. And it goes up from there, a couple, you know, 25 here, 50 here. I'm assuming none of you want to bid on these. They're they're just gauntlets? They're just as gauntlets. As far as we can tell. Goblets. Shi- goblets. Um, ah, goblets. Drinkware. So, so Trayvok is not interested in bidding, but I'm assuming Trayvok has had a bit to drink at this party so far. And so he's he's just like not loudly he's not shouting but like 
uh, like stage whispering, like, dear God, the, the craftsmanship on these goblets and, and, and only for that price, um, you know, just, uh, just, just sort of color commentating the auction, even though we are not interested in this particular piece. Okay. So those eventually sell. And the next thing up for auction is a platinum diamond necklace. The bidding for this starts at $500, a 500 gold. I'm going to say this out loud because Abby is predisposed at the moment. Should we be te- detecting magic? And the answer is yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, how many how many charges do you have with your eye too? I have three. I have three, and and I'm assuming there's at least one that we'll want to save it for, which is whichever item we think is a vestige, because you know, plot. Uh, does the goggles require attunement? The goggles, goggles? of reading. Uh, the go- goggles of object reading. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have those anymore. Oh, do we sell them? No, uh, gave them, them to Cassius. You gave them to me, and I gave them away to buy those slaves that I felt bad about. Cool, cool, cool. Those that that was probably like for this. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, no, it's all good. Uh, I guess I'm gonna spend all my spell slots to cast right. magic. So, you're, you're you're very live chameleon. His eyes glow. Yeah. How yeah. long do you think that this auction is going to take? How long does it normally take? Uh, the auction part usually takes anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what all was brought and the interest of the, the interest peaked of the item. Question, DM. Mm-hmm. While I'm holding a spell, can I start ritual casting another one? Uh, does it require concentration? Yes. But I'm concentrating on the same spell. Second question. Oh, no. We gonna knew when Google. the auction was going to begin. Like, she could have started ritual casting it prior. Well, and, and, and also, too, I guess... Okay, not, not to roll back the whole thing. Yeah, sorry, like, I, I was cooking dinner. Yeah, but... So, you mentioned they're at the top of the stairs. Are all the items, like, laid out on a table? No, it's, it's that thing where they bring one out, they auction it off, take it off, bring out a new one. That's a damn shame. <laughs> so... I will say uh, that Solteria also has the tech magic. Yeah, I think she does. I'm pretty not sure like, she does. Not like saying like we should waste the not here person spell slots to detect magic, but I feel like her and I could alternate maybe. Like she cast it, it, yeah, and then I cast it, and we just yeah. I feel like it. yeah. I feel like that's something that you guys would do. Okay. So so she's gonna cast it now and use a spell slot. I'm sorry. I will cast it. I will waste my spell slot. And she'll start ritual casting it now while I'm using detect magic since it's 10 minutes. And then once mine mine is up, hers will then activate. And then you start okay. And then I'll start ritual casting mine for the for the 10 minute duration. So her and I will just chain it basically. But I will waste a spell slot for it to begin. That worked. Brilliant. And also when they were when all of these shiny things. Victor, you kind of have to like keep a hold on Artemis because he wants to like. <laughs> he has this. He has this Pavlovian response now to shiny things. He goes, "I see shiny things. I grab them. Daddy Victor is happy." <laughs> Aww, I'm fighting every not urge things. not to go. Sorry, Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. Daddy. Well, you didn't fight it that hard because you did it. Um, I know. <laughs> hey, Joey. In addition to our magical friends. Since I'm so impressed by this craftsmanship, 
Uh, can can I roll to see if there's anything unusual about the objects, or are they not physically close enough for me to tell? They're kind of doing this, like, they have, like, wizards up there that are doing, like, m- like major image to, like, make the image of the item bigger so everybody can see it. Oh, sweet oh. magic jumbotron. Yeah, it's like a magic jumbotron. So, Joy, that's gonna ping some detect magic. So, well, yeah. But, but we can tell what's setting it off, right? Yes, you can tell. Yeah. So, uh, so are you going to make me roll for each item then? Like, it's fine. I just need to know how I'm rolling this. Oh, are you not close enough for detect magic? We'll move tables. That's the closest table. We're at the closest table. Shit. <laughs> She's just hiding. I, am I need to go to the, the bathroom. Uh, the, <laughs> so, sorry, both of us were muted. Uh, Abby said they're having girl talk in the corner for the entire auction. Yeah, right about there. Okay. They're going to have girl talk in the corner. Okay, cool. They can just message us if there's something worth bidding on. Okay. I give Victor all of my money in case he needs it for a bit and I'm not sitting next to him. Well, you don't uh, pay for it right off the bat. You pay for it at the end of the auction. Well, how much do you have so we know what we can mess with? <laughs> not a lot because I, I have a bad rep of giving all my money away. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have 1050 Okay. I may have less than that, though, because I don't know if this is a picture before I gave Jules money or after. Uh, Probably before. Well, I don't remember how much I gave her and I don't have my character sheet. So we're going with 10,000 or 1,050. Yeah, you gave her 200. The next thing is the platinum diamond necklace, which they start the bidding at 500 gold for. Do do we notice anything? And again, I let me know how you want me to roll this. Uh, you can give me a an Arcana check if you're trying to look for magic, or if you're just trying no. to see like if you're just trying to see what like what it looks like. You can give me an investigation check. Okay, yeah, I'm 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 just trying to use my my dwarven craftsman knowledge to be like, oh, that's a particularly odd necklace, and not just like something out of somebody's grandmother's jewelry box. Oof, not good. First one is. Yeah, just a six. Just a six. It yeah. looks like a really shiny diamond necklace. Sweet, that, sweet, sweet. I love it. That Artemis really wants to go get. <laughs> I'm just scratching his head. Happy hour. Okay. Uh, so, Team Girl Talk, uh, what, do, what do we see with our magic? The only thing that's pinging is magical. Well, you cast Detect Magic, and what's the radius? 30 feet. Cool. The only thing that pings is magical up there is the magical Jumbotron. And the guy using thaumaturgy to make his voice loud. We'll we'll check back in later. So the bidding for the diamond necklace goes on and it goes for it eventually goes for like twelve hundred. Next up is the item of Shantae's custom clothes. And there is like a bolt of fabric that is brought out. And it's obviously it's glamour weave fabric. So like the design that's on it moves in an odd unnatural way as like the fabric is shifted hey guys joey button in here really quick just to tell you that we had a little bit of an audio issue here for a few seconds you didn't miss much shantae's clothes went to auction somebody bought them and we just moved on to an item called the keeper's spectacles which the players were told was a pair of bifocals made out of fine crystal and were inscribed with runes and they gave you the ability to read and write any languages known by previous wearers who owned it what languages would the goggles know i feel like that is a 
very important distinction for these auctioneers to inform us on how valuable these actually are. So I agree. Most unusual. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Hold on. They know dwarvish. That's it. (laughs) That's all I know. Well, we've already got one of those. (laughs) Let's see. They say that they know it knows obviously common. It knows dwarvish, elvish, gnomish, halfling. So like all the basic, you know, mostly standard languages. It also knows goblin, abyssal, celestial, and sylvan. Okay. So cool. You could talk to the deep dark and the trees. Great. It it also knows undercommon. Oh, and a drow. Even better. My commentary on this is like, I'm sure this is useful to the average person, but for an adventuring party, that seems like a pretty standard set of languages. Like, I don't know how much we actually pick up from that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I speak abyssal. Like, uh, how much is it starting again, though? 500. 500. 500. I am the rarest out of all of you. I speak draconic. I also speak draconic, bitch. I also speak oh. draconic. Celestial, common, and elvish. You know, neither one of you are. You're, well, both you of know you are what? Fireproof, technically. Octa, Octa speaks infernal, so I do. I do speak infernal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and like I cover common dwarvish goblin. So but, right, so right now the the. Undercommon, Celestial, and Sylvan are the only three that we're gaining from it. Uh, Abyssal is the other one. Victor Victor has Celestial. I was about to say, I think Victor probably knows Celestial. Okay, so Victor knows Celestial, and then, uh, but I thought we said someone knew Abyssal. No, I know Infernal. I, I, I know Infernal. I can speak to okay. Devils, uh, Abyssals, to Demon. I'm pretty sure I can cast Tongue. So, like, if we need it, we would have it. You're also got universal right. speech, too. Salaya's so, so ears perk up. You can cast tongue. <laughs> I'm yeah, I, 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 I cast tongue to, <laughs> to the lust demons. <laughs> God. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if we have, if we have like, a, a, yeah, like tongues or something like that, then we're probably <laughs> fine to pass on it. But it is a very cool item. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these go, eventually they go for like 1600. Okay. The next thing on the auction block, they bring out this long sword with a curved blade that seems that they explain, sorry, is made out of pitch black obsidian. It has a weighted sphere that acts as its cross guard. And inside the pommel of the blade is a small gem that floats inside of an empty space. And the gem, it is a jet, like, black gem, seems to absorb the light around it into a small Ooh, point. That is most definitely cursed. They introduce this as Adekuro, a sword that was made out of obsidian for the most intelligence, intelligent of sword wielders. It has magical capabilities, but is also known to be a bit brittle. As that sword looks cool. What? I was going to say, I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like, again, these auctioneers are being a bit vague on magical capabilities. Like, how cursed we talking? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say it was cursed. It's cur- it has the curse yeah, of brittleness. Yeah, but anytime somebody goes, oh, this is magic, will you tell me what it does? No. You can, 
you can use its magical capabilities to do additional types of damage. <laughs> they start the bidding at, and they also say it has also been known to give the wielder cap- also like minor magical capabilities, such as like spraying acid and what? doing lightning damage. What? Okay. So. Octa gets a second sword. Starts. Yeah, that's so. I, yeah, I don't. It I don't starts, actually want to bid on this. The bidding starts at six hundred gold. Oh, that's like dirt cheap for six oh one. Six oh one, fucking Victor. Is there a minimum bid? Or they usually Shut go up, bid like they. It is usually like a minimum bid of like they usually ask to go up by like at least ten gold, as like that's you're going to be sitting there for like ages if everybody's going up a gold at a time. Sorry, I, I just I just asked if there was a pop quiz. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll, I'll match the six hundred bid, or at least the okay. opening. You see, uh, Wakanga raise his hand. Six twenty-five. Six thirty-five. Again, Wakanga raises his hand. Six forty-five. I stare at Wakanga. Six fifty-five. Intimidatingly, as Victor says, six fifty-five. Trayvok, in a in a stunning moment of self-awareness, uh, reverses the script. And again, like like drunkenly stage whispers. I don't know, Victor. The uh, the craftsmanship on that one doesn't look as good. Ooh. With with no factual basis, of course. <laughs> Absolute zero factual basis. <laughs> roll to deceive. Yeah, I guess. Where is? Where oh, is would it Trayvon? be deception? Because he didn't roll to inspect it. it I mean, where the hell is Trayvok? still way down on the bottom. Trayvok has no control over his token. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, well, you didn't tell me that. So, so am I rolling deception? I do have a plus yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should. Hell yeah, I, 17. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Everybody should trust a dwarf. <laughs> 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 All right, so you did 655, correct, Victor? Yep. He raises an eyebrow, and then you hear Lyx kind of like speak up. 708. He looks at you, Slaya, and just smirks. 825. Nine. Like message. No. Like to cast message. Okay. YX, do you want to leave in order to give that message? Because it can be conveyed in other ways. This is an auction, Victor. Play the game. I am. I have a game to play. We're just playing by different rules. Psychological warfare is a part of any auction. like you said 900. Yeah. Someone else in the crowd just also like he speaks up. 910. 950. Trayvok is just a bit miffed and it's like nobody trusts a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody trusts a dwarf. <laughs> uh Wakanga kind of like is eyeing you guys. I turn around and give him a wink. 1000. <laughs> 1050. You see Wakanga kind of like lean back in his chair. Lyax is smirking like he's happy with himself. Anyone else? Any more bids? No? Sold to Princess Salea. I probably got garbage. Let's find out. That bastard <laughs> bit us up. Yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah, he fucking did. Risk Nobody trusts a dwarf, man. What's up? Nobody trusts. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to make a note. Great, Salea. Now we're stuck with this shit sword. <laughs> <laughs> they take that away. The next do thing want, up. Do you want me to remove the gold now or later? Well, I uh, guess I should do it now. Uh, we have not paid yet. This is true. Yeah. You don't and we have don't know items. what's going to happen between now and the time in which we have to pay. Yeah, the people who accept the payment could be no longer alive. Don't give them <laughs> your money yet. What? That's just crazy. Again, Why wouldn't we, they be alive? We might leave with everything. 
<laughs> Yar. An entire ballroom of bodies. They pull out no, a ring. I'm not, I'm not planning on killing the auctioneer. I'm just okay. saying there might be casualties to events that unfold. The next thing they pull out is a simple wooden ring adorned by a small silver, or I'm sorry, a small river stone that's been worn smooth. Yeah, this is absolutely a trap. No way rich people are inv- invested in this shit. And this something. it is, <laughs> they describe it as, it is the mockingbird's ring. And what it does is when you wear it, it makes you a little bit lighter on your feet and you gain the ability to speak to birds. Octa's eyes kind of go big. Like, I don't know, guys, this is a cool ring. You always know where Magnetic North is. This is a made-up fucking ring, right? <laughs> and the longer you wear it, it it's been said that the longer that you wear it, you get it gets a little bit more powerful. But they also warn that the people that have worn it have had a tendency to not want to take it off. Oh, it's cursed. Yeah, that's cursed. Just saying, guys, I can already tell where North is, and we're pretty good at talking with a bird already. <laughs> but you the can problem talk is to you can only birds. talk to birds. No, no, no. Uh, we have to do that. That's not cursed. Yeah, Victor, just going to do Artemis. But it I doesn't do. make you cursed. Well, and I, and I also have speak with animals. But you could talk to all animals for free. You have a rat. <laughs> yeah, not all animals, all birds. That's just birds. All birds. You I think we'll, I think we'll pass on the curse. We don't want it. <laughs> the bidding starts at 250 stop. gold. Stop. Uh, 250. That's so cheap. Uh, Shut up, Octa. <laughs> this isn't Octa speaking right now. This is boats. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I, I, I feel like Octa would put in. Basically, free curse. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put in the 250 and just see where it goes from there. Because I, I feel like I would put the bit. I'd like Octo would awkwardly raise their hand to put the bit in after like speak to birds before they've like finished saying and there's a curse. <laughs> and there's, so I put my minimum bit in, and then I'm just like they hoping. didn't say that there was a curse. They uh, just said that people have worn it in the past have had a tendency to not want to take it off. Say something uh, cursed mean without curse. saying so it's the curse. question That's is. How did they get it? <laughs> it was donated by a family. After that person died after being yeah. eaten by Does bird. The wood has <laughs> an odd colored like finish or, or stain. Anyway, no. So My you put in the 250 bed. into a bird? Maybe, yeah. Okay, so you yeah, put I definitely put in the 250 bed. Funnily enough, you hear Sendell's voice. Oh, fuck. 300. <laughs> She says 300. And I look to the rest of the party. Charlie is just shaking her head from across the way. <laughs> Darkus looks at Artemis and goes, bird. Okay. Uh, we just- I, <laughs> I will say, I will say, and this is very meta, but we have a, an esteemed businessman in our party and 300 for any magical object, regardless of whether it's cursed or not, that we can pass off to someone else who we maybe don't that, tell about the curse. That is fair. Look Three, at it as an investment. Three, Three, what the if- fuck is your alignment? Three ten. So yeah. So Ooh, like- Victor Victor goes three ten. Yeah. I, I didn't say that I was gonna do that. I'm just pointing that out as a fact to the party as we're bidding on magical items. Victor's yeah. lawful neutral. Three ten. <laughs> Sendell says three twenty five. Three fifty. Are you gonna pass off this bird curse to some three seventy five. Four hundred. You see her like take a deep breath. Four fifty. Mm, I don't know that I could sell it for that much, guys. I figure you can definitely sell the sword for more. <laughs> that's that's fair. Because I, at this point, yeah, we've I gotten would. someone to pay an extra $200 to curse themselves. So, I, you know. I would like yeah. to use the sword, but you bought it, so. Hey. 
Yeah. I'll sell it to you at a discount. <laughs> okay, I have I have a question. I have a question, DM. Yes. So Cindy or whatever her name is. Send person, yeah, that one. Frow bitch. So do I know like I know like she's from a certain area, right? Like you know that Sendell's know, like, from yeah, Sendell's from Silvery Moon. And do I know like they're bad people? Like that they would like intentionally curse people with this or that like they're going to research it like do i have yeah, no so you yeah you know that you know that silvery moon is it has a it has a, a wizard college in it it has an academy it also has it's a lot of arcane capable people so oh you that can, would be mean of me you can make the assumption uh, that she probably wants to study it okay second question at any point in the night did i get like red wizard vibes from her from sundell yeah because like no. aren't they like wizardy well, people they are wizards they're called the red wizards I, I understand but like don't like it's hard for me right now to remember what charlie knows versus what abby the player knows like do i know what the wed wizards do as a business uh yeah you were told by kytriana that they circulated magical items of all shapes and sizes illegal legal cursed not cursed okay i would like to insight check her send out i feel like she's like a bad person and like potentially a, a red wizard because this okay. is the evil league of evil so i feel like everybody here is bad except for my family and victor Okay, yeah. Give me an insight check on Sendell. Shit, that's like a roll dice. Yeah, you gotta roll dice. At the 17. 17. Mm-hmm. You're not getting any kind of like evilly vibes from her? Like she's, she doesn't give me like the heebie-jeebies? No, she doesn't give you the heebie-jeebies. She definitely gives you the, this bitch mysterious. And she was talking with Okta for a decent amount of time. Okay. Alright, I believe the bid was at 450. Anybody? Victor bows out. He doesn't think he can sell it for that much. Octa just kind of, Octa kind of just like does like a gesture towards her direction. Someone else in the crowd speaks up. You know, four sixty-five. Sendell's like four seventy-five. It eventually ends up going. She Sendell buys it for six hundred. She doesn't look happy about it, but she buys it for six hundred. Next up, they bring out another sword, another long sword. It does oh, ping his magic. It oh, does shit, ping his a magic. bigger sword. A bigger sword. This one, uh, this one has, it is like shining silver. And the hilt is, and like cross guard kind of looks to be this twisting, like thorny vines twisted together, made out of silver, obviously. And they announce this as the adamantine petal blade they say it is a magical sword that helps you hit better and it's also known to be able to cast the hail of thorns spell with it does ping his magic it pings as magical he said this it is a- made yeah it's made out of adamantine that's a long sword mm-hmm. pretty it is said to have been made mm-hmm. from the petals of a rare adamantine rose growing in a long lost forest in the Feywild. Start the bidding at 800. 800. Gold. <clears throat> you hear Lyx pipes up 850. 875. Wakanga speaks up 900. 925. Wakanga again 950. 975. You hear someone else in the crowd 
a thousand. Ten twenty-five. Real quick, this other voice is this just a random voice? They're or... just random voices. Okay, if it's okay. somebody important, I will say their name. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure if there's like a hidden person we haven't seen yet. Perfect. Ten twenty-five. Wakanga speaks up. Ten seventy-five. Eleven hundred. Someone else in the crowd. Eleven fifty. Eleven seventy-five. Wakanga again. Eleven eighty-five. Twelve fifty. A hush kind of settles over the room. And you buy the adamant sign pedal blade. Of course, y'all would both buy the fucking swords. You buy the. Those are cool. We like well, to kill things. I'm sorry. You said twelve. <laughs> you bought it for. You said twelve fifty was your last bid, yep, right? Yep. 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 Their second to last item. They bring out another ring, and they announce it as the Ring of Albus. How much money do you guys have left? Quite a bit. Don't worry about it. Not important. Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. Don't worry about it. So they bring out the Ring of Albus, and they hold it up. It is a simple looking silver ring with runes etched into it and the announcer says that this ring was made by a grand wizard to offer himself the capabilities of harnessing more magical capabilities so pretty much in layman's terms this ring gives the wearer an additional attunement slot (sighs) the bidding for this ring starts at 1000 gold yep Ding, hand up. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I, I raised my little thing with my number on it. And now and now the party starts bidding against each other. <laughs> Charlie bids ten fifty. The Wakanga raises his hand. Intimidating glance. Twelve hundred. Likes twelve fifty. Twelve sixty. <laughs> you hear Sendell twelve seventy five. Thirteen. Wakanga thirteen fifty. He's under extreme amounts of pain right now. <laughs> 14. Sindel like sits down and is like, mm, no, way too rich for my blood. 15. 15. Ooh. 1550. Well, what well, 50? Are you bidding against each other? Go, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, dear God, why are we bidding against each other? That's fucking pointless. Wakaga says 1575. 16. 1610. 1650. 1675. 17. <laughs> may i remind you there is a magical mirror coming 1775 18 1810 it's fine the rest of the i'm just after this like a kidney is gonna be on the line like (laughs) (laughs) attunement slots bro you said said 1850 yeah 1875. 19? And it's it's just you and Wakonga at this point. You said 19? Yeah. 1950. (sighs) Two grand. He sits back, sighs, and pulls his hands up and defeat. Yes! (laughs) Victory! (laughs) And and poorness. Very, very Pyrrhic victory. Hey, that's actually, hey, that's somewhat cheap compared to some of the stuff we've seen being sold in stores. Fair, but like, <laughs> what amount of money are you going to use to buy your additional magic item? Uh, holds up sword. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. You don't have a sword well, yet. Oh, okay. It's, it's right there. Okay. Points at sword. <laughs> <laughs> Not there anymore. So, the last thing on the auction block, they bring out what they call... Is known as the mirror of life trapping. I pop the goggles. Oh no. Or the, the monocle, rather. They bring out, and I have a picture of it. If I can what are those find it. 
it's one of those names you hear and it doesn't make you feel good about the item you're like maybe looks, maybe that's not a looks good like that. looks like that it is about oh, yeah that looks cursed as shit yeah okay. <laughs> that. that's a skull that's a skull it's about four feet tall and you see it's hard to tell from here but you can see like faint images flashing through the mirror they explained that are they good is, images uh, <laughs> that's a no they look like they look like creatures like they look like like humanoid creatures look like a veterinary you they explained that you can activate it and it has been legend has that if you activate it anyone other than you that looks into it will be trapped in the mirror them and everything that they are wearing or holding will be trapped in the mirror i have used for this Actos. no i don't know what this is but the bidding for the mirror starts at two thousand gold and do i notice anything with the true sight it is a spooky looking mirror it's its design is not being altered it is that is what it is very charlie's aesthetic. guys it's very spooky but for real never trust a dwarf, <laughs> never trust a dwarf. <laughs> the bidding starts at 2000 and you yeah. hear wakanga almost immediately calls the opening bid i mean Sendel. okay so, yeah, so Sendel, Sendel calls out 2050 yes pause we're gonna we're, we are going to bid on this what is the actual amount of money that the party currently has? I mean, I still have two grand. I still got two. What did I fully bid on the sword again? 15, you have uh, twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Uh, so I've got stupid platinum. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten per platinum, ten okay. gold per platinum in fifth edition. Okay, I've got thirty six thirty nine left. I got twenty four hundred technically. And remember, you said that your father was. Your 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 father told you that your uncle was hoping it was going to go for ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay, so oh, halfway. There. I, I mean, okay, so with quick napkin math, we have ten thousand between Everybody. Victor, Sol, Victor, Solea, Charlie, and myself. So we do have some wiggle room if we empty the coffers. <laughs> do we have any in the emergency party reserve? Oh, probably, but uh, who the fuck knows how much is in there? Why are we trying to buy this? It's one of the thingies. It's no, evil. it's not. Oh, was it not one of the thingies? It, oh. it is not a vestige. Oh. We were just told that this mirror could potentially be harmful and to keep an eye out for the type of activity it could bring to the, oh, okay. the gala. Yeah, above table because Trayvok is not evil. We could just wind up killing the person who buys this. Can we just Break the mirror, dispel the mirror, do anything to prevent this mirror from hurting other people without spending all of our money. That's fair. Dude, a normal mirror brings seven years bad luck. What do you think that fucking thing does? Hey, DM, how close am I to the mirror? You are, well, why is Trayvok up there? (laughs) <laughs> get down here get, down, get over <laughs> here fucking drunk ass dwarf power fucking drunk ass dwarf Trayvon, I, gotta get a, I gotta get a real good look at the goods you know yeah so you're like 65 oh well away. i'm well within range don't worry about it cool 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 Look, this could super easily be not our problem. I'm just saying. We we are good at making like super cursed things that we sort of created not our problem. All right. So bidding continues. <laughs> the bidding continues. And so Sendel bets the 20 2050. Are you guys going to bet on this or bid on this, I should say? I'm good. We're just going to okay. s- 
we're just going to stare at whoever is beneath mm. us. It does go, and it's it's everybody in the room, even actually surprisingly, <laughs> Safiel, who you know is Thalia, bids on it, and the bidding goes on for quite a while, bringing the grand total up to, and I want to see, and the person who ends up winning the bid is Lyx. Mm. I rolled for it. How much did he bid? How much? He he is he in the city of Everest or yeah Everest's coffers are coughing up. 15,000 gold for this mirror. Uh, I quickly message around. You guys know we can't let him get that, right? Of course, but let's let the check clear first. I don't even want him to touch it because he might just teleport away. All right. And it is at this point where, Victor, your uncle, because everybody's like, everything's dispersed. Everybody's going back. There's a little bit of chaos because everybody's like chatting up. Oh, the auction was such a. This is when your uncle comes to find you to pull you out to the balcony. Right. And this is where we're going to take a break. here just popping in for a quick announcement so our personal lives have become a little bit hectic as of late and timing for us to be able to meet to play return of the red wizards has grown a little sparse so our live streams for those are going to be a little bit in between for the foreseeable future but don't worry we do plan on filling in to make up for that lack of content we plan on starting up a new campaign now we are talking through what exactly we want to do but it is a definite possibility of Geek running whatever we play in the interim and in between sessions of Return of the Red Wizard. And for those of you who have listened to our humbling episodes with our Monster of the Week campaign, know that Geek is a phenomenal storyteller and anything that he is the head of is bound to be amazing. But other than that, I will keep it short, sweet, and to the point because that's all I really have for you. I'll let you go ahead and get back to the episode. So, Charlie, you said you wanted to do something. Yes. I would like to do a history check to see if I would know of ways to destroy magic items. Because, like, we were discussing on break about how we would do it. And logically, I don't think we could do what we want to do. So I would like to do a history check. All right. Go ahead and do a history check. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. With your history, you know that magical items are harder to destroy it usually takes some kind of like magic to kill magic kind of bullshit okay here's my thought dm okay here's my thought we have hold on let me let me let me google something real quick let me google one of our magical items and i will say that you guys know for a fact the the two people that were going the hardest for this were definitely lyx sandel and Safiel. That's more than two people. That's three people, bud. Sorry, I did I I <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. I re- okay, so th- those were the three people that were going the hardest. Okay. Hear me out, right? Hear me out. What if I take our 
fancy jug that my good friend next to me has in a pouch. Mm -hmm. And I create acid and then just dump acid on the mirror. I mean, that might do some damage. It's acid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, acid like hurts shit, right? It makes it like melt. I mean, I can't the mirror has acid resistance. Well, yeah, you you could pour acid on the mirror. It's, mm-hmm. it's a thing that you could do. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to, like, we're getting ready to get into some shit, but I'm definitely going to ask yeah. for the alchemy jug. Yeah. And she'll give it to you. At this point, they're carting the mirror off. Do and, As somebody who's attended this event a lot, would I know where it's going? You would know where it's going, yeah. I've seen that room before, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we are caught up. To Victor's uncle being dead. I think if that that's in, the case. I would say I think means... that in the time span that Victor left, Charlie would dimension door into the room where the mirror is and test her acid theory. Okay, we'll get to you in a hot second. That's fine. Yarkris, Yarkris. Uh, dude, I just saw Osman. I'm already here. Just what points at the body. Um, you and I talked. You can bring people back if it's been a short time, right? Revivify. All right. Yeah. You cast Revivify. Your uncle, <laughs> like, half sits up. He looks terrible. And cast Remove Curse. All right. And Healing Hands to restore 12 hit points to him. So now he has 13 hit points. <laughs> he, he is gripping your wrist, Victor, and he just like, looks up at you. He looks confused as fuck. So, how's the other side? <laughs> want to go back oh (laughs) he's like looking around there's like a dragonborn here now hi what happened happened? you died congrats you uh died while explaining some things to me and uh with all respect uncle you should have let me stay dead i don't intend on letting you die thinking that you atoned victor there's more to this than you know you very well maybe if I have time, I can explain now. And at this point, Victor, you hear a voice in your head. It's a familiar voice. One that you've talked to recently. You hear Cassius's voice in your head. And he says, do you trust me? Yes. Good. Mm. And this is when, Charlie, you, you are dimension dooring, dimension dooring to the room? Yes. Okay. So... We will get to that in a hot in one more hot second. <laughs> I'm trying to like because now I wasn't yeah. anticipating you going to the room, so now I'm just like, okay, what is going on? Uh, so because things were happening, Cassia said, "Do you trust me?" You said, "Yes." He said, "Good." And as soon as he says "good," you hear screams from inside the ballroom, and you hear these like soft explosions going off. And you oh, start shit. seeing smoke, like somebody has set off smoke bombs. And Victor, or not Victor. Uh, sorry, real quick. Do I still yes. have my true sight? Can I see through this? And if not, can I activate it a second time? Like, uh, like would yeah, true sight would, see through this? You, true sight would not see through this, I don't think. It's not magical. Okay. Rats. True sight. Yeah, smoke, smoke is like one of the, the yeah one of the you things that see. blocks it. Yeah. Yep. You would need blind sight. Yep. So the smoke goes off, people start screaming, people start panicking, except for Safiel, who 
looks as though she was expecting this. Some bitch. That son of a bitch did have sending. <laughs> is that what it you're is. worried about? <laughs> if you recall, he wore my dead brother's face. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, you asked to speak to Ateus. Um, where is brings a fair point. <laughs> and so Yarkris would be the only one to clock this with his yeah. passive perception. Thalia stands up and you can kind of see her. She doesn't she's not panicking. And she just kind of seems to move off to the side of, like, towards a wall to try to stay out of everyone else's way who's panicking. Okay. Charlie. Yeah, and, and to you, be clear, like, I jumped through the portal, the dimension door, like, as soon as the mirror was out of sight. Yes. As soon as you're like, okay, I can count. Because, like, they were carrying it away as Victor was being carted away. So there's been some time. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to wait. They should be there by now, locking the door by now, and go. Because, like, that was your job. Like, this timing was everything for you growing up. And you dimensioned door. Do you take anyone with you? Is it just you? I mean, Solteria's next to me, and I love her dearly, but I feel like Charlie would probably be like, I gotta do this on my own. Like, I know the ins and outs of this by myself, and I can make myself invisible, making another person's a liability. So you dimension door. I said, Sully, I meant Soteria. Right. So you dimension door into this room, and it is a locked room, no windows, and it has like very thick stone walls. And as you as you dimension door into this room, and you start like looking around, and you see the mirror, you see a flash, a familiar flash of another dimension door appearing in the room with you, and out of it you see. Cassius and Karma walk out of it and he sees they see you there and they just stop and stare at you and then Cassius is just like oh for the love of gods hello Charlie <laughs> hi me again bumping into each other yeah we keep bumping into each other so you might not believe me but I've talked to Victor and he trusts me so I'm assuming that you're going to also trust me it depends on what you're gonna do. <laughs> Explain quickly. <laughs> like I am like at this point walking towards the mirror and I have the jug in my hands. Like we're what you doing? We're taking the mirror. Uh-huh. How are you taking the mirror? Uh well, I was probably going to take it and then we were going to dimension door out of here. Interesting. I promise you, Charlie, it's not for any nefarious purposes. I have my reasons for wanting this mirror. And what are those? Personal. <laughs> okay, you have about two seconds to tell me what those are, or I'm going to act on what I was going to do. No offense. Listen, if you let me take it, and you guys come to the Queen's Ransom tomorrow, you can be there when I destroy it. That's fine. Great. I would also love to destroy it, but I want to know why I can't do that now. Because there's people in that mirror. Okay, and how do you plan on getting them out? I'm going to destroy it. Great. Let's do it now. Why wait? No, okay, listen. One, I don't know how many people are in that mirror. And let's see how you have been in the spy business for a very long time, haven't you, Miss Demir? 
How easy is it? Is it easier for three people to sneak out of uh, a heist? Or is it easier for, say, over a dozen people to sneak out of a heist? Wrong. I, however, have found great ways to sneak people in and out of places perfectly fine. Are you not as good of a spy? There could be a... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Snap! He kind of like, oh, he growls a little bit at that. But then that's like, no, calm down. Charlie, I know we probably don't see eye to eye right now, but I'm telling you, we don't know who is in this mirror. I only know one. Okay, two. Well, I have news for you. Until this mirror is destroyed, it's not leaving my sight. So I guess it's coming with me and you then. All right, then you can come with me. Fantastic. Uh, hmm. Charlie will send a message to Victor. Uh, with the unkindness in the mirror. Bye. Hope you trust Cassius from up with my life. Because I'm going with him. <laughs> and she, I'm, did Cassius cast the dimension door or did his companion? You do not know. They just both walked out of it. Okay, well, Cassius, his companion, and I cannot do one dimension door. And I am going with the, the mirror. And I'm assuming they are not going to let me go alone. All right. So look, Karma, Karma can't cast dimension door, but I can. Can you, will you at least take him? They're welcome to come with me. I'll hold on to the mirror. That's fine. And I grab the mirror and I grab their hand and I will dimension door to the queen's whatever. Well, that's only that's that's more than 500 feet away. Okay. well, I will dimension. I I will ask where he wants to rendezvous and I will dimension door there. He will tell you and it's a spot because I don't want to figure it out. It's a spot. Yep. It's a spot. I'm very well of the spot. You all and you dimension door out. And you are away from... Uh, Before they do so, before they do so, Charlie will disrobe from the gown she's in Mm -hmm. and pull her cloak out of the bag and put her... her, her, I'm sorry, pull her armor out and put her armor on. I was assuming that your your armor was already on you. Yeah, I will just um, de-dress and then put my normal outfit on and I will leave the dress uh, with a, like a little... Quick note says, sorry, I love you, bye. You're going to leave your dress in the room where something was stolen. Okay, I guess I'm shoving the dress <laughs> in my bag of holding. Okay, that Soteria gave to you. She was like, here, you're probably going to need this. Well, I think then- I, Well, I think the thing we decided was because her dress doesn't hide objects mm. like mine does, that we were putting it on the that's inside right. of my skirt. That's right, that's right. Okay, yeah. All right. And away you dimension door. Mm. Back in the ballroom, chaos ensues. Your uncle is alive. Cassius has just messaged you. Do you trust me? Yes. Good. And then like literally like 45 seconds go by and you get a message from Charlie saying, I hope you trust Cassius with my life because I'm going with him. Which I did want to say he would respond to that of I will follow as quickly as I can. I grab a hold of Jacob. Okay. Yeah, Jacob is like, oh, what is going on? Now there's smoke. People are panicking. It's hard to see. What are you guys doing? Currently, I have questions for you. So does your nephew. You're going to stay alive because I want my answers and so does he. I would prefer to stay alive, yes. And I'm, I want to tell you more. 
So I you're going to stay time. behind me and we're going to charge through. Uncle Jacob, oh. have you met Yarkris? <laughs> I don't think that I've had the pleasure. Well, I trust him with my life and uh, by extension, most definitely yours. Let's go. All right, let's go. Um, I think as soon as smoke and everything, especially smoke bombs and stuff, I think like Octa would immediately just be like, cool. And rip off the bottom of her dress, take out her bow, and start like getting ready for, for yep. stuff to happen. <laughs> you like, guys, oh, yeah the the room is filled with smoke. It is very hard to see. Um, DM, when you say the room is full of smoke, like to the ceiling? No, like it's definitely like above your heads, though. It's probably okay. like eight foot tall smoke. Like this is these and, are smoke bombs. And we do have all of our items with us. Yes. Okay. Then Victor. I would, like to, I would like to hop on a carpet and rise above the smoke to see if I see anything. <laughs> All right. Victor, your passive insight. I'm going to jump up on the carpet with you. I figured it could be you, a big carpet. You would know. You, well, you would kind of, put, you would be putting two and two together because you're a smart boy. You got a message from Cassius right before the smoke bombs went off. Mm -hmm. Do you trust me? And then the smoke bombs went off mm -hmm. after you said yes. This is just a distraction. And then with the message from Charlie, I hope you trust Cassius with my life because I'm going with him. Cassius was here to steal something. Mm -hmm. Smart boy, smart. So there are, there were Zentarum agents in this ballroom. Mm -hmm. Where they are now is a complete mystery. Yarkers is also going to do something really smart. Mm -hmm. That's a He's going to kick the balcony door open. In front of him. All right. They pull outwards. So. Okay. He's going to break them. Give me a strength check. Yes. Heavy pals doors. You're just going to break them. with. That's an 18. Okay. Um. Yeah, sure. You can. I'll, I'll say you broke one of them off. Neat. There's now airflow. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have just done that by opening the doors, right? It was like, no, no. That's it. Mm okay. Yep. Okay. Um, well, it, if the doors aren't locked, then when he kicks it, presumably it just goes flying open, right? Yeah, they're they're already open. Well, like they not open, open like people can. It's cold, so like they're not open, but they're not locked. Yeah, but now they can't be locked. <laughs> that's that's very true. That is very true. Now this one cannot be locked because this one has a broken door. All right, what are you doing? My hands are full. I have it. I have a shield and a sword out. My hands are full. I'm kicking. Real stretch there, but okay. We'll take it. <laughs> do we do we on the carpet see anything? You see a panic. You see people rushing through the fog towards the staircase to get out of the room. You see Artemis panicked and scared. I call him. And he tries to look around. He's going to try and look around to find hey, you. Hey, Al's use echolocate, or Al's hunt by sound. Artemis. I'm this way. Inside. Yeah, there's a lot of noise. Mm, true. Give me a. Let's just do a constitution check to see how loud you can say. Don't love that, but okay. Squeak. Uh, that is a 14. Okay. What is Artemis's perception? Does Artemis have advantage because he's an owl? He is. Per, he's uh, per, uh, d -d 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 What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, proficient in it. So I just pulled it up. Let's see. 
I got it. Um, so he's got a plus three. It's a plus five. Okay. Wait, plus five? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I must have been looking at the wrong one. You don't have Artemis's character sheet. Oh, okay. He's got special stats. Yeah, he's he's a sidekick. Ah, uh, yeah, true. So you see him, ooh, and then he like turns his head, pinpoints you, and comes flying towards you. Hold up my arm for him to land on. And he lands. <laughs> Uncle Jacob, this is Artemis. Artemis, this is Uncle Jacob. Hello, Uncle Jacob. And your uncle's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been six months. That's a talking owl. Yeah, his name is Artemis. That's that's another time. Another time. Yeah, we need to leave. Leaving is leaving is key right now. Well, I did make a promise, so we need to make a stop by our table or by your table, Uncle Jacob. They're gone. Like everybody is scattered. (laughs) All right. And I make my way to the center of the room. I follow. Okay. And those of you above the smoke, yeah, you see people just pl- like rushing to get out. And the only stillness that you seem to see is the smoke is starting to fade at this point. I want to like. Yeah, funneling out through one broken door. Well, there are other yeah. ways. Well, smoke, smoke bombs also fade quickly, they only last like a round or two. I'm angry that the Eva fucking guy got away, but hmm. yeah, you don't know. But there's still a bunch of people in here because this has been very quick. But now you see Thalia still in her Saphiel form, has kind of moved out towards like the center of the room, and she's just standing there. This bitch, and she sees Jacob. You know, a mess. Oh, Jacob, you broke our deal. You're lucky you have family that cares so well for you. Well, Victor, you can have your uncle back. I, uh, I've had my use with him. Mm. Oh, can he? I don't yes. recall asking your permission, but all right. <laughs> well, that was an interesting evening. I hope to see you all again sometime soon. This was fun. We should do it again sometime. Vic, does she get the leave? Oh, that's not up to you, princess. Isn't it, though? Hmm. I don't feel comfortable initiating a fight with someone who we have no idea what their capabilities are, as much as I hate to say that right now. Oh, you want Mm. to know what my capabilities are? Sure. Do you want me to show you what will happen if you go against me? (laughs) And I'm I'm just grinning my teeth. She goes and she casts a spell, and I need everyone to give me... Counterspell. (laughs) and she will what level are you counterspelling at we're gonna go ahead and do that at a fifth level uh 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 you didn't say the magic word Uh, she will she's gonna counterspell your counterspell at sixth level wait isn't she already trying to cast how can she do that you can cast counterspell as you're casting a spell oh okay do we have another counter (laughs) i have uh, a spell that takes an action, but I can't, I assume we can't nope. interrupt this one. Yep. So she counterspells your counterspell. I need everybody to give me. <clears throat> it's fine. It's not that bad, you guys. Mana leak. No. <laughs> Wisdom saving throws, which oh, you have advantage. You have advantage because of Heroes Feast. Oh, thank God I had advantage. Jesus fuck. Probably still not great. <laughs> oh, wait. oh my Hang god! On. We also get the plus from Yarkris, though, right? Are you within ten feet of me? Uh, I'm like right on the edge. 
You were so, 15 feet away from your Chris. Fuck. Mm. I mean, I, I rolled a 20. Yeah, I rolled a 23. So I, I, 16 total. What's your bonus, your Chris? I got a 30. You get a plus three. All right. So I got a 24. I mean, I know that I'm not doing it, but I totally rolled a nat 20. Okay. <laughs> with, so, uh, uh, with advantage, I have a 19 according to Google. Okay. So, Octo, what did you roll? Sorry, I rolled a 23. 23. Uh, Charlie's not here. Yarkris rolled stupid high. So, Leia, what did you get? <laughs> not great. 16. 16. And Trayvok? 19. And Victor? 24. 24. All right. Had to be wisdom, my worst thing. So, <laughs> it only affects Soleil and Trayvok. Fuck. But you don't take any damage. Mm, that's even you, worse. You see the ballroom before you, but it is in shambles. There's fire. The windows are all blown out. There are bodies scattered around the room, falling debris from a caving and ceiling. And oh, man, this bitch just sent me to the shadow realm. <laughs> it just looks like an absolute war zone. It looks like a dozen Saleya specials went off in this room. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Saleya can't even do a dozen. So why don't we roll initiative to see where this is going to go? Oh, fuck me. Um, 14. 22. Uh, 12. Right. 19. 16. Are uh, you going to roll for Artemis? Yeah, we'll roll. I don't. I was checking. I don't see an initiative. Artemis doesn't uh, fight for him, so oh, he can't get well, hurt. Fuck. Initiative. Uh, initiative is just. Uh, he has a plus two to his initiative. Okay, so nine. Sweet boy, Artemis. He goes last. Okay, so turn order. So this spell just went off. You guys see Trayvok and Saleya tense up with fear. And you just see Thalia goes, no, fun, it didn't work on all of you. I was going to say, point of contention, can we be made afraid with Yarkris so close? You're not close enough. Uh, okay, Dan. Well, that's certainly yeah, one you guys are considered... sour negotiations. Yeah. Did, did you hear what Abby shouted, by the way? Yeah, so you guys... No. Uh, nope, no. Dan, point of contention, heresies prevents them from being frightened, they're immune. So you guys cannot be frightened. But you still saw the spell. You still okay. saw what you saw. But we're not scared. We you saw the apocalypse and gave zero fucks. <laughs> yep, you saw the apocalypse, so gave zero fucks. Bitch, I just saw my mom's head on a pike a month ago. You ain't scaring me. You know, no, we, no. We, no, I like, the, I like, we looked into the abyss. The abyss looked back. We said, whatever. I'd like to think that they saw it. And then they like have like a, a deja vu taste of the feast in their mouth. I'm like, yes. right. <laughs> oh my god, I still taste that bacon. <laughs> I I I like to think like Trayvok saw it and was like, I don't believe it. And just continues on. All right. <laughs> Victor, what are you doing? Oh, that was certainly one way to sour negotiations, don't you think? Oh, I didn't hurt them. I just well. wanted to show you what happens if you go against me. They'll be fine. Look, they're fine. Yeah, apparently not much. <laughs> well, and there are still people like rushing to get out of the room because this ballroom was packed full. Well, as long as we're having an exhibition, 
And uh, Victor's eyes go black. <laughs> okay. Let me show you what I can do. I'm pretty sure you'll be happy. Intriguing. I'm going to go ahead and use that as an unsettling words. All right. So I need you to make a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. Yep. You said 17? Yeah, but go ahead and take eight away from that. <laughs> All right. So she fails, Yep. but she's going to use one of her legendary resistances to succeed instead. That's fine. Mark off one. I'm marking it off. <laughs> no, I'm just saying no. I'm mentally marking off one in my head. <laughs> okay. What were you trying to do, Victor? Don't oh, were you it. just using? Okay, you were just using unsettling words. No, I. His eyes did go black, but uh, mm -hmm. does she get to know for sure what he was trying to do? Uh, no, she doesn't. There we go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. His eyes don't go back to normal either. By the way. And you hear Thalia just say. You know, Victor, that temper of yours will get you in trouble one day. You know, you talk a big game about getting under people's skin and that it's a weakness, and yet you fail to realize it in yourself. Funny how that happens. Is that it for your turn? Yeah, that's it. All right. She is going to, it is her turn. She's going to go ahead and cast a spell. And then, hold on, I had stuff. I got stuff I got to do because of the spell that she cast. Let me save you a little bit of time, maybe. Counterspell, third level. She is going to also counterspell. Figured as much. She'll do it at fourth level. This is a regular Magic the Gathering. This is why mono blue deck shouldn't play and against she just each other. Like, <laughs> she just kind of like tells her head to the side and gives you that look like, oh, Victor, please. I'm trying to give you a demonstration. Hmm. And her spell goes the off. Same. And... When you Who's guys herself. So it seems as though you guys blink and then you see that she is up at the top of the stairs now and she's kind of holding. You can see she's like holding a spell, but Trayvok, Saleya, especially Yarkris, you all with your passive perceptions, you can see, well, one, the smoke is like gone, whereas just a second ago, it was still somewhat there. It was more like at your waist area. And people are still, there's more, people are still running to get out of the room, but there's not as many people here. But you see that the smoke is now all but gone. People are running past Thalia, up the stairs and past Thalia. They're not paying her any mind because they're like, oh, crazy person who's just sitting here, whatever, let's get the fuck out of here. You guys clock about here and back here. Two very familiar little motes of light. Saleya, so, you especially recognize them because it's the mote of light that usually comes right before your favorite spell. Oh. And Thalia oh. is standing up at the top of the stairs. Wait. I told you not to cross me. So here is a demonstration. And I would hurry if I were you. You probably only have about 30 seconds left. But Victor, I know we probably got a little bit off on a wrong foot right here, but let me show you what I can teach you. And she throws her hand out at you and you feel your body immediately seize up and you cannot move. You are stunned. What spell was that? Power word stun. I have over 100 hit points right now. Power word stun is 150. Fuck's sake. 
How many hit points do you have? <laughs> 113. Oh, okay. I was going to say, don't forget to take your temporary HP attack, but that's still not enough. Is it my turn yet? Can this bitch stop? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, Trayvon first. Wait, what was that? About 30 seconds? You have about 30 seconds. For... Oh. Guys, I think we need to leave. Can I see if I recognize that spell from any, like, thing I've studied? Give me an Arcana check. Oh, that's going to be bad. I mean, she told <laughs> you that you perceived it as, like, a d- like that's the moat before your fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. that's, you can, like, but it's not exploding. Why isn't it exploding? Why isn't it exploding? Soleil is having, like, anxiety attacks right now because I, like, it should be exploding. That should, yeah, that should definitely be, okay. It, 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 I didn't know what it is. I'm rolling okay. like shit tonight. Trayvok, you're up. What are you doing? Yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm still parsing the map. W- where are the moats at that we see? Uh, there's here. I'll 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 draw it. There's one here. There's one here. We need to go. DM DM making sure she got everybody in her radius. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that was me checking. It, it's thirty feet, right? Well, we don't know what the spell is. True. Yeah. This could be something bigger than fireball. Okay. So what what I would like to do is steer our carpet and and pick someone up. And I feel like Trayvok has a general knowledge of the party. So who who do we think is most likely to feel in need of picking up? Mm-hmm. Well, probably the stunned guy at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll hop down so you can get him. Victor cannot move. But we can pick him up. Yeah, you can pick him up. You can move him. Okay, He's just stunned for that, a minute. That's a fair point. Yeah, Victor, um, get over there. Yarker, slow down. Can I, can I make the case for just grabbing the owl, too? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Artemis is very after. concerned. Artemis is very concerned. He's, Victor? Victor? And he's like, oh. not pecking you, but he's like tapping so, you with his beak. I want to make an argument that you don't pick up Victor, you pick up Jacob. Okay, I can yeah. do that. Fair point. So, so, so I'm going to take... literally has 13 hit points to fair his point, Fair point, fair point, fair <laughs> point. So, so, so I'm going to take Jacob and Artemis and, and Boogie out of there. Yep. Open window. Okay. I do that. I DM, I, I don't really know where the best way to go out is. Um, for a good door. Well, there's well. two doors over here, uh, and then there's like stained glass windows back here. Okay. Um, what what I would like to do... Uh, sorry, I don't have full access to my notes. What's what's the movement speed on the carpet? 50. Dashing would be 100. Yeah, but I can't dash because I have to pick up Jacob. You could hold an action for someone to put Jacob on the carpet and then dash for your hold action. Jacob's not stunned. He could step up. Yeah, he could step up. Like, up and about. That's you could fair. just, like, ask him to climb on. That's fair. So, so yeah. So, so I can scoot to Jacob, shout climb on, and then ready the action to dash. I'm assuming this is a balcony off to our right. Yep, you're about four stories up. Okay, so so yeah, so what I'm gonna do is ride the carpet over to Jacob, tell shout get on, and then ready the action that basically in reaction to anything catastrophic happening from these moats that I'm just gonna boogie out of there at a full dash off the edge of the balcony and out of harm's way. All right, 
Next up is Yarkris. I didn't roll for Jacob, so we're just gonna... It's fine, and I'm just gonna move my token behind him. Okay. Yarkris, just go. I'll get Vic. This is all all fun and dandy. Dispel magic. Okay. On which one? Third level. On Victor! On Victor. Oh, okay. Let me look up Dispel Magic really quick. I'll say that might not work. Power power words are really high level shit. <laughs> Choose one character, object or magical effect. Any spell third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting amount. So the DC is 10 plus the spell's level. So you're looking at a DC 18. Roll good. Yeah, just roll good. So what? <laughs> DC of 18, right? DC of 18. So, what if I hit 18? Makes me beats. So you reach your hand out, cast a spell magic. Victor, you you have your body back. And can can owls cry? Can owls shed tears? They make, like, crying noises when they're sad. He is making sad owl noises. I scratch him. Artemis, go with Trayvok. I'll follow. And you just see Thalia, like, oh. Well, that's fine. It was just a demonstration. I do hope you enjoyed it, though. You know what? We're eventually going to deal with you later. <laughs> Go away. I'm sick of you. What else are you doing with your turn, Yarkris? Oh, what else am I doing with my turn? Yeah. Do you have anything else you can do? Mm-hmm. I can't cast anything, but I can definitely move. You can definitely move mm-hmm. the fuck out of that death zone. Yeah. What is the death zone? This <laughs> room. Mm-hmm. Get out of the room. I don't know. I don't know if I would die, necessarily. It might hurt a lot. Yorkers, I don't know what this spell is, but it's really bad. Get out! <laughs> That's as far as I can move. Alright, it's okay. We All got right. like four turns to move. Saleya, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna look over and see how far away from the door Octa and Soteria are, and I'm gonna run towards them, yelling get on, and then I'm gonna get over here and turn into Salape. Yeah, I would say Soteria uh, probably would have came around here. So. Yeah. I'm gonna turn Just into say- the giant ape. I'm gonna go eat gonna- shit. I was going to say, I mean, like, I, well, I guess if you're, if you're bringing the flank carpet, but like, I have a fast way of moving. Fair enough. Soteria doesn't. Yeah. So, so go ahead and grab her. One I can second. still grab you here. Ah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I'll get on the carpet. Oh, okay. no, it's, you're getting on my back. I just turned into a giant, like 15 foot. Oh, tall. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I got it. Fucking Octa riding Salape into battle, shooting arrows from her back. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say this will allow me to to do an action on my turn if if we do this. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna have is you that... two on my back, giving us cover fire if we need it. <laughs> is that it for your turn? Uh, yeah, I, I moved and cast a spell, so yeah. All right, Octa, you're up. What are you doing? Uh, okay, so I guess I I quickly I quickly ask, am I shooting? Actually, no. I know what I'm doing. This this makes more sense. Uh, so if if I have an action free, if I'm going to be just like moving along with with them, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to cast uh, silence in her direction. All right. Uh, so casting it, and I'll, I'll shell. I'll yell, just yell, uh, "Shut up already!" and uh, cast it towards <laughs> her uh, as an action. It's a 120 foot uh, range, and I'm going to try to. It's a 20 foot bubble, basically, and that's it. I don't believe there is a. Yeah, it's just a 20-foot bubble centered on her right now. Alrighty. Yep, she lets it happen. And she Pardon. just kind of smirks. And is that it for your turn? Yeah, I mean, I'll... I'll I, I guess I'm not moving, moving. I'm moving yeah. with them, so yeah. 
Uh, All right. So, yeah. It is Artemis's turn. What is he doing? He goes with Trayvok. Told him to. Okay. So he will fly up and get with Trayvok. He does not look happy. He doesn't want to leave you behind. Follow right after. Don't worry. All right. What are you doing? What What are you? Are you, Is that it? You're that not was moving? It for Artemis, yeah. Oh, for Artemis. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Now it's your turn. Sprint. Uh, is that double movement speed? You can dash as an action. So it's double your it's your movement speed and then your movement speed again. All right, I can just get out here. As you're running away, uh, she she's in silence. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Honestly, it is fine. She'll do it later. That's it. Actually, wait. You said how high up are we? Like four stories. Yes, yeah, so we're like if for castle stories, it might be closer to sixty feet. Hang on <laughs> one second. Yeah, I would say you're probably about probably about fifty feet in the air. Fuck. Okay. I mean, so just over the distance from Misty stepping to the ground. I mean, once we get like out of here, like in your direction, I can just fly away. Like you can hop on the magic carpet or hop on whatever. Alrighty then. You're probably close to your weight limit though, right now. Victor mm. weighs as much as his clothes and coin. He's a wafy <laughs> lad. He's a wafy lad. <laughs> Trayvok, though, weighs considerably more. <laughs> All right. Safiel, or Thalia, let's, let's be honest. She is in a bubble. Mm-hmm. She's in a bubble of silence, but she can still move. She's just going to start making her way with the last of the crowd. Let's see how far can she. Just sauntering out. Yep, just making her way out. She's just going to move 60 feet. That's all she's going to do with her turn. She's going to get to the doorway. And now that she's out of the silence, <laughs> she calls out to Victor, who's just on outside of the door. She, like, does that villain thing where she looks over the balcony at you, like, over her shoulder. When was the last time you saw your sister here? Oh, fuck that bitch. And then she will turn and disappear into the Misty, crowd. step downstairs. Misty, step downstairs. <laughs> okay, well, it's not your turn. Fuck. It's Trayvok's turn. Oh, some bitch. Uh, do do I have a man and a bird on my carpet? Okay. You sure diddly do. Oakley doakley. Then I guess we're going to make good on that dash. And we said it's, what, 100 feet? So. Yeah, well. You're outside. Yeah, you're, you're, you're outside. You're, like, just past the balcony. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so we will we, we'll we'll move you. Let's Perfect. And my friends, please. There yes, we go. Yes, I'm I'm moving. So you're like you're out past the balcony if you're moving all 100 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll just we'll uh, put you guys all like right. Oh God. Oh no, Artemis is gone. I lost him to the void. Artemis, <laughs> you know? no. Like Ar- I moved Artemis, him. There be dragons yeah. there. I moved him like off the board, <laughs> and he's like God gone. <laughs> Uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. Oh god! You know what? We no, can make this. Make, no, we can make this make sense. Artemis, fly back home. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do that. Okay. So this is where you guys are. You're like right there. All righty, Yarkris. What are you doing? Deadbolt. <laughs> straight deadbolt. Yarkris, my right. sister. Uh, I'm out of running. I'm out of running. <laughs> Salaya. Uh, I'm going to quickly grab, just grab Sateria and, and the giant fist. I mean, she's small. Uh, yep. And we're just going to fucking book. <laughs> how how fast can you move? Uh, 
sprinting, I can go 80. So I can get like right to the door. Mm. All right. I'll move these guys with you. Yeah. Octa, I'm assuming you're just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I guess like as I'm getting out here, well, it sounds like Victor's going to miss these step, but, um, I can leap. I'm going to leap off of, uh, they're back, and uh, as an action, uh, I have bat wings, uh, and will start flying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing you can do. That's the <laughs> thing I can do. So I, I, I do that. You start <laughs> and, flying. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is uh, like 60 foot, yeah, move speed. So <laughs> I just... Wait get, a minute. Hang on, a, hang on a second. What's that? I have something for gig. You, you can... This is sidebar. Okay. Yeah, I'll just fly, I guess, 60 foot forward so if 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 we do need to pick anybody else up we can do that victor what are you doing sending to julie did you make it out where are you if not you get the sense that you reached her she is not responding oh no all in favor of killing the dm say aye (laughs) what 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 else are you doing with your with your turn victor other than uh, killing the DM, which is something I should you can't point, do. I should point out, we still need to get off this balcony, because if this room explodes, the balcony could very easily collapse. <laughs> what? Uh, how long has it been since... Uh... We got like two turns, maybe three. Okay. I uh, walk to the edge. Okay. That's my turn. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Trayvok, it is your turn. Well, let's just... Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we're, we're, we're fleeing. Okay, so you guys are fleeing. How is everybody getting down from this building? Victor I have to solve the ledge. What, Victor? Victor steps off the ledge. Okay. <laughs> and uh, after falling just a couple of feet, you know, so he's going in one constant direction, he's going to cast Levitate on himself. Okay. And then how is Saleya getting down with Soteria? Uh, I'm going to continue sprinting forward because panicked monkey. Uh, I'm going to like wrap Yarkers up in a bear hug on the way. <laughs> and then we're just going to leap off the fucking balcony. And You're I'm going gonna... <laughs> to use the giant apes hit points as a cushion. Yep. <laughs> I figured of, that's what you were going to do. Uh, Laying on the back. Five true, feet four. Truly, tr- truly Assassin's Creed style. Yep. Like. <laughs> oh my god. Don't worry, you'll be fine, Yarkus. Hang on. Hold on, how long does it take to fall 30 feet? 40 feet, uh, but 50 I believe feet, you can... I believe it takes... So you fall 60 feet every round? Yeah, so, so it I would... can't cast a... Well, no. if you came after me, I could. Nah, uh, dude, no, I'd no, be taking no, the hit. I'd be there by the end of the turn, by the Let's time the turn came around. I just saw the spell I wanted to cast as touch, so never mind. Oh, yeah. Panicked monkey, panicked monkey. Somebody did, like, actual math, and I'm just like, come on. Please, just, like, come on. Well, what's the math you need doing? I don't know. It's math. It's, I don't like math. Okay, so uh, it's about 30 feet a second, like, in real world math. Okay. No, yeah. How's that, like, 9 point? Okay, so feather feather fall feather fall allows you to fall sixty feet per second. So falling regular falling would be way faster than that. Yeah. So I would say it would probably be about um what like thirty thirty feet a second. It'd be that wildly. So yeah. So like thirty feet a second around is six seconds, right? Yep. So one hundred eighty. So very fast. Yeah. 
but you only fall. You only take like 15 points of fall damage. It was only 50 feet. Panicked, pa- panicked monkey as falling. Realize I sure hope I don't fall on anybody. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you give me a, uh, oh, no. <laughs> give me like a dexterity saving throw to see if you can fall. If you can manage to like fall on your back while like, Cocoon. Well, no, no, no. I mean, that, that that's what I was doing. I mean, is there anybody on the ground? I, I was doing that as part of my plan. Also, also give me a good. dexterity saving throw. Uh, because that would be all the monkey stats. Fuck, that's worse. The monkey's less dexterous than I am. Can that be an athletics check instead? <laughs> no, it's going to be a dexterity. Fuck. The sport bystander. <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody dead down there. That's like an eight. So there was nobody really under you. You didn't smush any bystanders, but you did take the damage. And I was going to say Yarkris is going to take half that damage. So he's going to um, take, it was 15. Oh, okay. So he takes seven. You know, oh, no, takes okay. seven. Ow. And then I need you to give me a constant, I need to give me a concentration check to keep polymorph up. It's like, you don't need to be in ape form anymore. We made it to the ground. No, I'm just curious. This is, cause this I is the reason why Charlie never makes herself with polymorph. Because when you take damage, you have to, like, as Kalea, regardless if you're in your ape form or your normal form, if you take damage, you have to make a concentration throw when you're concentrating on any spell. Uh, so when you polymorph yourself, you have to keep up concentration while taking damage. It has 16 regardless. 16 is fine. Okay. Because the DC was 10. All right. So everybody is down on the ground. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> More or less. You guys are, oh God, is everybody okay? You're panicking. And then like. No, we're not. We're like, that was you, bullshit. You hear about 10 seconds go by. Another 10 seconds go by nothing. And you people are starting to stream out of the front of the building you can start hearing like the screams and stuff getting louder as people are leaving the building and then you hear these two disastrous explosions it's really good you guys got out of there because those were two extremely powerful spells and it would have been 44 d6 of damage that's a lot and you watch as all of the stained glass windows and all of the windows are shattered outwards. Glass comes raining down. More smoke from not smoke bombs starts billowing out of the windows. You see a portion of the roof start cracking. And Trayvok, Saleya, you're almost sure that if you were up in that room right now, it would look exactly like what Thalia showed you. Oh, great. I just look at everybody and go, see, I would have survived that. 44 D6 damage. Halved. Yeah, but you would be damn near very hurt. (laughs) You're not dead. You're just very badly burnt. Very hurt, but I could have survived that. So as this explosion goes off, more rounds of screams. I would say, Yarkris, with your perception, Mm. you managed to clock... They're scattered, but you do manage. Okay. You're looking for the important people that you met tonight that you, you know, that your friends are, you know, worried and concerned about. Oh, yeah, that's a good number. Yeah. I don't think like says that's a good number. That's a good number. You clock. Okay. There's Charlie's parents. There's Victor's uncle. Oh, no. We have him. Or not uncle, uh, aunt, two cousins, 
Good, good. Pythias, Catherine, they're there. Okay. You don't see Julia anywhere. Mm. Victor already said that. Said that as I came out to the balcony. I already knew. You, yeah. But I'm just saying you maybe she made it out, but you don't see her anywhere in this crowd of people. Pythias manages to catch a glimpse, sees you guys, and takes Catherine's hand and comes running over to you. Victor? Victor, what happened? Do you know where Julia is? Have you seen her? I tried to reach out to her and she didn't respond. I have an idea why that might be. It reached what her. Do you th- I think she's been taken. Taken? By who? Most likely the person who just blew up the ballroom. Is she and in danger? Victor is just, his eyes closed and he's rubbing his forehead. He says the woman who has her likely took her as leverage. I don't think she's in immediate danger. And you just see, yeah, you see your mother just start crying. I'm sorry, I have to reach out to someone. Sending. Okay. To Cassius. Okay. Three things. Charlie better be safe. (laughs) Who the fuck is Thalia? And I want her head. (laughs) What's, What's the third thing? I'm pretty sure she has my sister. You get a response back. Don't worry. Your girlfriend's safe. <laughs> Very stubborn. Come to the Queen's Ransom. We can talk there. And that's all you hear. Well, oh, uh, Victor Jacob. turns to the group. Victor turns to the group. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we need to go meet Cassius again. Uncle Jacob, you're going on a field trip. Congratulations. <laughs> You've been selected. Uh, where are we going? You said Cassius? Yes, Cassius. I assume you know the name. Uh, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I won't have to make introductions. Uh, all right, let's go. Sounds good. So, yeah, I think we should go ahead and call it is 11 o'clock. I think we should go ahead and call it there. It's been right. fun, and I and Salea definitely has the one B on her shit list. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> this is great. I the gala did exactly what I wanted it to do. First Elzalore, then this bitch. That was amazing. I hope you guys had fun with it. I'm glad we 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 went back and did it. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Not so for everybody right. else out there. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey, and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Geek as Victor, and Zach as Okta. We'll catch you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. No, what new? You bought new dice. Don't you fucking dare touch me! Don't you, Alex? I swear to God, if you use Google Dice, I am going to fucking come down there and maim you. What? This this motherfucker! This motherfucker at Gen Con yesterday was like, "Why do I need to buy dice? Google has dice." I said, "You fucking heathen! Get away from me!" I. That's advice. You're you're all wrong. You're you're allowed to be wrong. It's okay, boats. You're allowed to be wrong. But it's, it's truly random. I used dice uh, from uh, 
D and D Beyond. Gonna say at least fucking at the very minimum, use your D and D Beyond or your roll twenty dice for fuck's sake. Okay. DM. Yes. 